Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by Money Lion, the world's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. You already know what time it is. MRN Crew Call presented by Moneyline. I'm your host, Rocco Williams, and I'm joined by my brothers from another mother, Shane Wilson, Mike Metcalf. Thank y'all for joining me. I know y'all were busy. No, just thank you for taking time out. I think your mic might be off. Yeah, yeah. let's click that little button right there. You sound terrible, Right man. here, right here. You see that little thing? Click it for me. Is that better? There's Ooh, Mike. You're back, hey. You're back. Okay. We have Mike. Anyways, guys, thank you for taking time out of your busy days to join us. And Anytime. we cap Texas. We're talking ISM. We're talking NASCAR pit crew championships and all of that and above. But in a nutshell, how was your time at um, Texas Motor Speedway? Oh, mm. you want to start off, Shane? Come yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I'm talking about from when you get into the garage. Man, it was a great weekend. All the way up to the end. It didn't, it didn't finish too good for us, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good week until the end. Yeah, I know it is, man. When it's, it's so stressing, you know, for us pit crew athletes. When you're trying to advance in playoffs and something happens out of your control. Yeah, you something know. as in Bubba Wallace happened outside of our control. Yeah, yeah. me and Bubba were going to talk this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I was just starting to like him, too. Yeah, we know? were close, man. Yeah, I hung yeah, out with him. Not, I don't not know, too man. much anymore. Not too much anymore. Well, you feel that way because as it stands in the NASCAR Series playoffs, the drivers finished at Texas. Kevin Harvick was first. Mm-hmm. The Joey Logano was second, followed by Truex, Bush, Blaney, Larson, Hamlin, and Elliott holding up the rear of that top eight which puts our current playoff standings. We have the number 19 pit crew first locked into the championship. The number four pit crew locked in as well. And second, you have Kyle Busch's pit crew at third. You have the number 22 in their pit crew at fourth. Outside of that top four is where you have Denny Hamlin, fifth, 20 points out. My boy is in studio, Kyle Larson, 23 points out, sitting sixth. Blaney, Chase Elliott, almost like a must-win situation for you. At ISM, at the same time, you can't control that. But what you can control is when he comes in the pitch, just putting him in the best position possible, right? That's absolutely right, man. Absolutely. <laughs> We're just going to have our best weekend of the year this weekend and see where it takes us to. That's all we can do. You're going to make sure it's not on y'all's shoulders. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, we've been we've been peaking lately, you know, and it's a good time for it. So <laughs> we're excited. We're ready to go to Phoenix. We've had a really good week. Um for our listeners who don't recognize that voice or that face, that is Mike Metcalf. He's not only the fueler for the number 42, I'll let you explain your other responsibilities for those who have not seen you on our show before at Chip Ganassi Racing. Sean, Pete, and I are in charge of the pit crew department. So coaching, training, recruiting, all the, all the fun stuff that has to do with the pit department world. Okay. We, uh, we refer to ourselves as the Department of Unrealistic Expectations because they want every pit stop to be, you know, four <laughs> seconds every time. And if it's not that, then you're in trouble. So Y'all can't do that? Uh, we're working uh, on it. We're trying close. to get closer. Yeah, we're, we're getting, getting there. Yeah. Four seconds, though? Yeah. I mean, 
<laughs> you do gas only, you might be able to do it. Maybe, yeah. Speaking Maybe. of pit stops, before we delve in deeper into the coaching aspect of what's going on at Chip Ganassi Racing, as you know, Drive for Diversity Pit Crew Development, our recruits are within their nine, or they're during their, whatever I'm trying to say, they're in their ninth week in training. So with the ninth week in training, they start um, to, uh, we move them up to our booking agency, which is Excalibur Pit School, which they facilitate us integrating those athletes with other crew members ex- with all types of experience, 10-year vets to rookies as well. It's a pay-to-play situation, but our athletes are just infused with them to get a better understanding of what it takes to be a crew member on an elite level. And this was a major stepping stone for their development as well. If we can play the slaw cam, I'll show you what that looked like in 30 seconds. Really, really quick, y'all know who that was, Chuck Efall. He is the owner of, of Excalibur Pit School. At the right. same time, he offered some great advice for those athletes as they were experiencing their first true pit stops, you know, with other crew members who have been in the game for a long time. I'm pretty sure y'all can relate to that experience yourselves with your careers, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Shane, how did you get in this sport? Um, so I raced when I was young. Um, I raced go-karts. Yeah, I raced go-karts <laughs> when I was a kid, and uh, my that dad ran between, out of money. You know, when he was – I was a swimmer. Yeah, I was a swimmer. Shane, I was a primarily like Greg Luganis or Michael Phelps. Ah uh, man, I wouldn't compare myself to Michael Phelps. Man, he's the greatest athlete in the world. Man, oh, okay. you know what I mean? Hey, I would if I was a swimmer. But uh, I tried, tried my best to keep up with Michael <laughs> Phelps. But uh, no, he he was pretty good. But uh, I was a swimmer, and then I go kart raced, and uh, my dad ran out of money, and he told me, uh, "You want to keep in this sport? Uh, find another way to do it." And so mm. I packed up, and moved here in North Carolina, man, and. Uh, luckily, I was big, and mm-hmm. I decided to be a Jackman. And like, so I kind of came through like what an uh, Excalibur school was. At that point, they had a school uh, run by another guy named DJ, which was over the wall. And uh, I went there, and mm-hmm. I paid, and uh, he taught me. Well, they taught me how to do pit stops. They had a lot of uh, veteran guys at that time come over and uh, teach us. And so I kind of learned the exact same way and met Sean and uh, Mike. And uh, the rest is history. The rest is history, man. Been with them ever since, and we never leave them. Mike, what'd you say when you saw Shane for the first time? Well, this guy's a goof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not a great athlete. You know? hey, just hold kinda, that I'm, thought. I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I know where you're going with that. Hey, we got to take a break. Hey, you're going to find out what Mike really thinks about Shane when we get oh, back. Oh, man. <laughs> Did you know that banks collected over $15 billion in unnecessary bank fees last year? Come on, enough is enough. It's time we took back control of our finances. That's why Moneyline is proud to bring you the financial crew chief and to be a NASCAR sponsor. Look, no one knows more about hard work and pursuing their dreams than NASCAR fans, drivers, and teams. So we want to bring you the kind of banking that the big banks would never build with features like zero fee checking and zero fee investment accounts. And because life is also meant for a join, with Money Lion, NASCAR fans get even more. We're giving away 1,500 NASCAR tickets to our members this year. Plus, you can get 5% cash back on NASCAR tickets at track purchases and all purchases at NASCAR.com. Learn more at MoneyLion.com or download our app. This is America's most powerful financial membership. MoneyLion, here we roar. 
Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. The Financial Crew Chief, presented by Moneyline. Hey, we were just talking to Mike and Shane, and Mike was just about to give us his first impression of Shane Wilson when you mm. met him and he wanted to become a NASCAR elite jackman. Because, mm. by the way, Shane Wilson is beast mode jackman by my standards. I got to admit, he's Appreciate done some um, pretty phenomenal things with that jack in his hand. But what was your first impression, Mike? I have to be honest, because uh, I, I worked with Sean Pete for a long time. Okay. And I thought he was one of the better Jack men mm-hmm. on pit road. And Shane emulated Sean almost exactly. Mm. Like his steps, the way he approached the car, um, his left side peg down to the handle was different, but everything else was exact same. I was like, man, it's like a young Sean Pete. So you saw the potential. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. That, cool. If it wasn't on camera, I would say something different. <laughs> yeah, I know. But with that, okay. with that being said, you know, you saw the potential there, and we have goals as crew members. I wanted to hear of some of your particular goals for 2020, for your career next season, and long-term, um, uh, long-term goals, goals as well. Is that a loaded question? Well, make, make that makes it past 2020. I'm <laughs> impressed. <laughs> I think you are. You're only in, in your ninth year right now. And no, then, me. I'll, I'll make it past 2020. I don't oh, know yeah. if Metcalf will, mm. man. That guy's trying to work his way out. Mm. This is, yeah, this will be. But that's perfect for the financial crew chief because not only that, you have to think about that stuff. Yeah, you do. I mean, this next year will be 15 years, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a lot of racing. Um Every weekend, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard on the body. We're training pretty hard. I'm trying to keep up with these 22, 23-year-olds, trying which to beat do. them, you know, which, which we, we do. do. Yeah. So, you know, you got to you gotta go hard. And it, yeah. uh, it, it's, uh, it does take a toll. Um, but, at, you know, there are younger guys coming in. I get more joy out of – I was so happy when the one car won just because I knew how much work, you know, Josh Appleby and uh, some of these younger guys have put into mm-hmm. it, you know, Corey. So, um, I – us winning is awesome. I love it, but seeing these guys flourish is is really fun for me. So I'm I'm I've got another year on my contract for the 42. I'll be fueling next year. After that, I don't know. You're not gonna leave the sport now. I mean, yeah, come I'll, on now. I'll probably I'll you know if if there's something for me to do, I'll I'll do it. If there's a way to coach or train or something. He's going to run Charlotte, man. <laughs> it's the mayor down there. No, they, oh, politics. How about you, Shane? You never know. Shane, come on now. Man, I don't know, Beast man. Jack, man. How do you keep uh, it going, man? How can you get better? How do you progress? Man, so, like, uh, I really do enjoy, like, like Metcalf, I really do enjoy teaching the younger guys. Like, I, I kind of brought Appleby from the start of his career all the way through. So, to see him, and then now, I've taught this 23-year-old football player who's a phenomenal athlete, everything mm-hmm. that I know from the start. So, now... It's just trying to keep up with him pushes me to make me better. So um, I really enjoy that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, push to, to to new limits all the time. Um, I don't know what's after this, man. Um, for a long time, everybody said that I was going to be the next coach and that I would just continue to follow Sean wherever Sean goes. Mm-hmm. So if Sean gets out of coaching, that I would just take over for Sean. But 
I don't know. Um, well, I hope you don't like get that. out of it, man, because I enjoy watching you, Jack. I don't enjoy watching fuelers too much, you know, until Mike, until Mike started fueling, I never paid them any attention. But I've never seen a real athlete fuel in my, in my mind. And then yeah. when I saw Mike do it the way he did it, I was like, okay, uh, it's, 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 it's dope. Yeah, well, it was different then because I started in 06. So mm-hmm. you had the catch can guy. You mm-hmm. had the, you could make adjustments to the car. You could pull tires. You know, yep. I started under a guy named Tank, and he's uh, <laughs> shaped like one, about five nine, yep. about two sixty five. Mm-hmm. He wasn't pulling any tires. You know, mm-hmm. he, gas only was the thing for him. <laughs> so when I could come in and and add value to the stock, um, the if it was one can, the carrier could stay on the right side with damage, and I could grab the tire and index it. It saved us time. So mm-hmm. it, it was fun for me. You know, fueling is kind of in a box right now, but I still enjoy it. When, you had, when we had six-man pit stops and we were running 10-second pit stops at the end of races to win, and you had somebody like Metcalf back there that was, was that fast, yeah. I, it made it really easy on my career because I never had to check a gas man off my life because mm-hmm. I just knew Metcalf would do it. And I would look back and just look at him and be like, hey, big man, we, are we good back there? And he'd yeah. be like, yeah, Shane, we're fine. Thanks for checking off of me. And I, no, you're good, man. <laughs> so I've spent my whole career with that. So it's impressive to have somebody. Like, you were spoiled. That. Yeah, I was spoiled. And he, but he learned from his big brother, Sean, because Sean never Just looked like either. Yeah. yeah, I, I could definitely They'd look see at that. Sean, yeah. hey, make sure you're not <laughs> off on that cat. Make sure he gives you the full, okay, yeah, I got you, I got you. Just cut it loose every time. You have a great atmosphere there um, at Chip Ganassi Racing. I mean, you have great drivers. You have great team support. I mean, everything seems to be going well. Just announced recently, you know, number one uh, driver, um, Kurt Busch, has re-signed. And um, he will be coming back for a multi-year contract. On top of that, Monster Energy has re-signed as well for a multi-year contract. That's got to feel good for your team. I wanted to ask you, what is it like having a partner like Monster Energy you know, so tied to you guys and having a driver like Kurt Busch in your presence. It's so Ganassi had target for so long, like 25 years. It was almost like a country club because you didn't have (laughs) to go. It reminded me of Red Bull when I first got there because Red Bull was the sponsor. You didn't have to go out and hustle, you know, like everything was good. Um, This and then with target kind of going away, it put the business Mm -hmm. team in a little bit of a panic. Having Monster come back at a high-level multi-year deal kind of feels like it feels right. You yep. know, it just feels like okay, we're kind of back to where we have some stability. Um, DC Solar disappeared overnight. Then you, you mm, know, Target right that. before that. You know, it was just like a lot happened. Cessna <laughs> left. Like a lot of a lot of things happened at a short time that kind of put us in a crunch, put us behind a little bit financially mm-hmm. with what we had budgeted. So we started the year off kind of scrambling, trying to make up for it. This next year, you can go into twenty twenty. Saying okay, we we can breathe a little bit. So yep. um, it's a big step for the team. I like it. You know, as soon as I saw the announcement, I always look at Kurt Busch, the hustler. You know, yeah. this guy, man, he's got his hands into anything. He's a self promoter. He stays active at forty one years young. I mean, he is doing it. Won a race this year, yeah. and he embodies that Monster Energy lifestyle. And he said that himself. He's like he looks at Monster Energy as a lifetime contract where he embodies everything that Monster Energy represents. And I see that on your crew a lot. Not only do um, that does that one crew look fresh in that green and black mm-hmm. fire suit and that <laughs> flat black paint scheme at the same time, the whole CGR uh, race team at the track, they have a little bit swagger in their step. And I, you two individuals um, has a lot to contribute to that, I'm yeah. sure. They brought a whole <laughs> new level. I think when Kurt came, it, it stepped that entire team up. And it's just it's really cool to see that success for those guys, man. Those guys deserve it. 
Hey, we got Shane Wilson and Mike Metcalf, pit crew coach and beast mode jack man in the studio. We have more. I'm going to delve into their heads about their coaching techniques. Mm. At the same time, we're going to get in clutch performers as well. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. You won the championship, baby. Yeah. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. Join Motor Racing Network every Tuesday night for NASCAR Live. Get the latest news and exclusive interviews from the biggest names in the sport. But, I mean, I, I don't know how to summarize it any better that, you know, a driver's home track where his family and friends are all present just feels like a bigger event. Hear the thoughts and opinions from NASCAR insiders and much more. I mean, when people come up to me all the time and say, hey, Rusty, who's going to win this week? I consistently say the four car. It's NASCAR Live every Tuesday evening at 7 Eastern on the Motor Racing Network. Getting School is presented by the Goddard School, the best childhood preparation for social and academic success. Visit GoddardSchool.com for more information. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. Don't laugh at my little... Is that Rocco? My little hat? Yeah, that was me. I look yeah. very studious. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys. Right, championship. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's get serious. Yeah. We're going to ISM. Yep. You guys are on the outside looking in. Got to win to get in. Long story short, strategy, championship strategy comes into play. I uh, want to go back to Martinsville, and if we can play Shane, um, the video, uh, Mike and Shane, I want to show you all how strategy helped you acquire, uh, I think, seven or nine valuable points that you nine. needed, nine points nine. that you all needed to possibly get inside that top four. But that is so important because when the cars come in, if you stay out, you know, you're rolling the dice here. So if we can play the video, you'll see that y'all came in on your pit stop, and you guys just, um, you were the only taker on the field, the only ones with pit roll, but it was a great call by your crew chief to pick up that track position and stage points. I saw an adjustment stop with the wrench in the mouth by Phil Foster, and um, it was just a great pit stop. I do have a question at the end, Shane, and um, you'll see it right here. After your stop is done, I just wanted to know um, what you were saying. Uh, I'm, I'm telling Coot right there, like, hey, man, thanks for pushing that wheel on for me. I missed that one just by a little bit. Uh, but, nah, I'll let it go. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. I like to thank my boys when they save my butt. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> not perfect. I'm not perfect on all of them by any means. Hey. But uh, hey, got some superstars with me, so if they help you, me out. If you have the opportunity to watch the 42 on pit road, do not miss that opportunity. <laughs> they get it done right. And then I love, I love seeing the, the new – uh, wrench in the mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah, that <laughs> was know? a great idea. It's so nasty and just disgusting. Yeah, I won't, but at the same time, the story effective. behind that one. You know, we'll save yeah. that for um, behind that's, the scenes. That's behind the scenes story of how that actually came about. <laughs> yeah. 
I also have a story involving, you know, it, it's, Tony Stewart brought it to light about fighting and how these drivers are punks. And, you know, if you, you really want to fight, you just walk up, don't say anything, punch a guy in the mouth. Okay, I With agree. no helmet. With no Take helmet. Take the helmet off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and that's least, rule one. I, that's a great point you made, and Thank it's you. so perfect for this yeah. video. Like I that. want you to... S- and I'll, let them get out of the car. Don't don't go in. I don't know who did it last year. I don't know. It's embarrassing. <laughs> they pull the net down, and they're just throwing... I, mean, I remember that. Stuck, I can't remember know? that. Who I, mean, did I, I do remember on. that. You can't do that. Mike, can I take you back to 2006? 2006. Phoenix. Six. Jeff Gordon versus Clint Boyd. I wasn't 2006. 13. Yeah, sorry. that sounds better. Oh, I'm sorry. Six. I, was five, I don't six. know. That was my first year. Shane, no. I was in. I was racing in 06. Shane was in diapers. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I already graduated. <laughs> yeah, okay. 2013, okay, fighting. Fight breaks out between uh, Clint Boyer and Jeff Gordon. Now, mind you, I was the beast of the pit, of pit road until Mike Metcalf. I was the beast black man on pit road, I should say, <laughs> until Mike Metcalf showed up. You're probably up. the only black dude. Probably yeah, the only. <laughs> well, he showed up with this bald head and all these muscles and, you know, Appalachian State running back. And, okay, I always knew wow, him. I've up. always seen him. So we get to fighting. When you fight on a NASCAR, mm-hmm. and we can play the video, and um, I'll talk over the video. When you fight in NASCAR, you cannot punch. So you have to throw. You have to brawl. I'm running around the corner. I'm trying to find somebody to throw. I come across Mike Metcalf. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere in the middle of that, I kind of turned around and I saw Rocco. And we just kind of like eyed each other for a second. We're like, uh. Look at Where's Mike? Well, find him. Where's the ball hit? There, hey, there he Mike. is, right there. Hey, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bailey, right there, staring you down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, oh, with his helmet on. I was just oh, trying yeah. to. I was trying to keep the peace. I was trying to keep the peace. Oh yeah, we have the helmets on. That's the smart thing to do. Oh okay, man. Okay, no. Look at me. <laughs> Oh, we all man. have our helmets on. Yeah, this hey. was, we're hey. just we're just exchanging cooking recipes at this yeah, point. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, we're just having a good time. Yeah, at that point we were. Right. You know, but <laughs> I'm keeping my helmet on, Shane. Okay. Hey. You know, because you never hey. know where it's coming. When you're in a brawl like that in a fracas, you might have one guy pinned up, and next thing you know, it comes yeah. from behind. Yeah. We didn't. Uh, we didn't have big brawls like that from the swim team. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just get down the lane and. Jump out of the pool. There wasn't a lot of brawls, so I don't know anything about helmets and fighting. So no, we can't have brawls like that anymore. Mike, do you remember that time in your career? You know, comparing the Mike Metcalf then to the Mike Metcalf now. Man, first of all, I didn't have as, as much responsibility. <laughs> you know, Sean Pete and I were two of six crew guys, mm-hmm. and just had minimal things to do in the shop. You know, uh, helping coach some of the truck Xfinity teams, rebuilding fuel heads. Definitely not in charge of. You know, twenty one guys like this who have wives. Twenty one are over there. Yeah. Well, that's that's oh, full time. Yeah. We've got mm. probably ten more that are developing. Yeah, so, sure. and there's you know wives and kids, you know things like that. So decisions that we made then were just kind of like for the day, and mm-hmm. we didn't think about tomorrow or how it affected anybody. Now you have to think about it. Like, okay, if I move this person or if we make this change, how's it going to affect the roster? Which which you know which is going to affect the family and how a man puts you know, provides for, for his people, you know? Mm-hmm. So just thinking about, you just have to think about things at a, at a different level, a different level. Um, and then, yeah, we were just having fun. Clint was a, is a crazy driver to work for. We would, when we won, we celebrated big. Um, it was just kind of more fun now. Now a little more business, but that's okay. I wanted to touch light, uh, on the coaching aspect of it. Yep. Who's your favorite coach? Like on pit road? No period. And uh, any sport. 
Do you have oh, one? John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh? Like John Harbaugh. It, it it changes every year, man. I'm really I'm a big Dabo Sweeney guy right Dabo now. Dabo Sweeney? I, I really, the Ravens like, also beat the Patriots. Yeah. I don't know if everybody saw that or not. They well, did. Shane, I want you to put your coaching hat on right now. Okay. After the weekend, you don't have to. Yep. Well, let's not touch on a 42 car after your weekend. Okay. But let's say after the weekend, Denny Hamlin might have had, you know, where yep. he's out of the top four or um, any one of those who are out of the top four had. Yep. When you come in Monday to your meeting, what does that meeting look like? What does that speech look like? How do you motivate your guys? Man, what would you say? I don't know. I kind of like how Sean and Metcalf do it for us, man. Like it's they just say that it's not a different week for us that mm-hmm. we should perform the same every week no matter what's on the line. So I don't think you need to amp anything up or change anything of what you're doing. You just need to really focus in on the small details. Mm-hmm. And uh I think it'll I think it'll speak for itself if you've already put the work in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just I don't like changing a lot of stuff. I just don't think it's necessary. So yeah, I kind of like how Sean right. and Metcalf do it. We stay the same practice schedule, the same days off. Um, we just really, you know, harp on, Hey, make sure all the little things are done right. And then at the end of the day, it all come together, man. You ain't got it by now. You ain't going to get it. That's what I always tell people. You're not going to get it. You ain't going to get it in one week. (laughs) You ain't got it. You two would not be on the vehicles or the cars that you are on. If you didn't get it, there's a lot of pressure going on for for your team. Kyle Larson in in particular, that he has to win that race. I don't really feel like the veterans that you guys are, there's any pressure on you guys. You're going to do what you do every single week, right. and hopefully your driver will step up, put his big boy's shoes on, which I'm sure he will, and he will show everybody what y'all are made of. Yeah. With that being said, we're going to take another break, and, clue, and then our Clutch Coffee performance of the week will be next. And mind you, Hercules Tires is mm. giving away a free set of tires each and every week. All you have to do is go to Hercules.com, mm. HerculesTires.com backslash MRN for your chance to win a free set of tires Presented by Hercules Tires. Mm, man, my wife needs tires. some tires right now. Ride on our tires. strength. We'll be right back. I'm a... Next time those engines roar, don't just get pumped up. Get 5% cash back with Money Lion. Our members get 5% cash back on up to $2,000 in annual purchases of tickets to a NASCAR race from authorized ticket sellers. You'll also get 5% off any at-track purchases and all purchases on NASCAR.com. Just use your Money Lion debit card and it couldn't be easier. Join the world's most powerful financial membership, Moneyline. Here we roar. At the Goddard School, teachers customize lessons so children can explore their interests, have fun, and learn the skills they need for success in school and beyond. From infant sign language to pre-K students tackling STEAM learning, our Flex Learning Program or Fun Learning Experience is grounded in research that shows the most genuine learning occurs when children are having fun. Our teachers leverage this through lessons inspired by children's imaginations. To enroll, visit GoddardSchool.com. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. For five decades, the Motor Racing Network has been the voice of NASCAR. And now, it's time to tell our story. They are in turn two in front of Mike Joy. With help from some of the sport's iconic voices. Oh, crap, and I spin around. Here comes Richard Petty. I'm Fred Armstrong. Join me for MRN's newest podcast series. MRN presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR. Available for download on MRN.com. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's that time, Clutch Coffee Bar Clutch Performance Award of the Week, and that goes to none other than Kevin Harvick and the number four pit crew, the pit crew for Kevin Harvick, actually. You know, overcoming a pit road penalty for a tire placed in his pit box too early, Harvick took control of the AAA Texas 500 as his team won. Shane Papala, congratulations. Daniel Smith, Stan Doolittle, Mike Morneau, Evan Marshall. 
repeat offenders of this award. Congratulations, guys. They have solidified their place in the championship four and will be a force to reckon with not only in Miami Homestead, but I think he has like nine wins currently mm. at ISM. ISM. I think 12 uh, top tens he has going on there. So, um, Thank you for us. You know, that pit crew is, um, they're gonna, if they're on point, you know, it's going to be a tough. But um, like I say, um, with all this um, number 42 energy in the air, I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, you guys have what it takes to um, trump that. He ran. He didn't run too well in the spring. You we know, ever since that spring. 2019 package, you know, was introduced. So he didn't run 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 that well. So he might not be such a shoe in as he has been in the past. There's gonna be a lot of fast strong. cars there, man. Yeah, but nine's gonna be really fast. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of fast. Gonna be really fast. I think it'll be a great race. I think it's gonna be a good race. I'm yeah. excited about Bubba it. Bubba Wallace be will be fast too. No man. Yeah, yeah. we'll be. A, we'll <laughs> be a, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Bubba Wallace and performer of the week. That's Speaking what I'm of Bubba Wallace, of the week. Yeah. let's talk crash repair and how important that is. Let's oh, show man. the video of what we have because crash repair is so instrumental. When you're trying to win a championship and points are paramount before that homestead race, you wreck. You have to get in and out of that pit box and get that car back. So if we can play the video of the crash repair, we have the number 18 pit crew as they were injured on pit road or wrecked on pit road. Watch the um, the jack man as he mm-hmm. facilitates bringing the tire to the wall and and it allows the front tire changer to keep bending, beating out that fender. I'm asking y'all, are these um, procedures and these choreographed moves, are they rehearsed? Do you practice crash repair or is it just something that comes natural because it looked so methodical where... It was a short track. There's no fueler, as you see, as Jeff Cordero jumps over the wall, allows another crew member to take his place so there's no penalties. I mean, it was just all so seamless. They got back on the track. They gained their points. They are solidified in that top four, and a big reason of that is because of that crash repair work at Martinsville. It is a big deal. How do y'all handle that? Is it just a bunch of... We've practiced some random stuff like that in the past, I'd say. Like, we've done some really weird scenarios, like if a jack breaks or if you have this messed up. Um, but I think a lot of that just comes down to you just really need to communicate with the guys. Like you just have to all really, you know, talk to one another and let people know, hey, what we're gonna do. Um, I just think I think that's the easiest way to do it. So mm-hmm. I mean, we've all done that. A lot of people have done this long enough um, that they kind of catch on pretty quick. You know yeah. what I mean? You kind of know what you need to do, but as long as you communicate, and I look at Metcalf or I look at uh, Steve in the rear of our car uh, or Mike, and we just kind of like, hey. I'm going to do this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and then they understand. So it just kind of goes a little flawless, I think, once you do that way. And they have um, – somebody's taking pictures. Up, I don't know if it's a spotter or somebody, but they're yeah. shooting stuff down mm-hmm. to the pit box. So, I mean, it can happen within a lap. You go back to behind the box. You can see exactly what you need to mm-hmm. fix before the car even comes in. So you already, before you jump out over the wall, have a strategy. I remember back in the day, there was a crew chief by the name of Chad Knauss who had all the crew members in the garage practicing at the racetrack crash repair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I used to think back in the day, I was like, ah, look at them, because I was on the 24. I was like, ah, we don't have to do that. Yeah. But at the same time, they did win seven championships. They did. They did. And those that crash repair, that. as I found out later, was very, very integral mm-hmm. to the success of um, advancing. Every second Split second in this sport matters, you know. <laughs> so we don't practice it, but like Shane said, but we kind of go over things. During the off season. we'll look at updates to the body just so that everybody knows, you know, what the fenders need to look mm-hmm. like, how they need to feel. If they get beat in, where do you, you know, where do you need to pop it out so you don't cut a tire down, little things like that. Mm-hmm. And then the crew chief's yelling, the car chief's out there. Yep. Everybody knows what needs to happen. I think when you have good road crew too, and you have guys that really know what to do on road crew. I think mm-hmm. it makes it a lot easier because they kind of have a plan, and then mm-hmm. they can just relay it to you, and you can just knock it out. You know what I mean? Really quick, because we're almost out of time. ISM Speedway, yep. what do you plan to do off the track in Phoenix? 
uh, celebrate with a trophy when Ooh, I leave the racetrack. Yeah, I like it. Celebrate with the trophy. Uh, what am I doing? So do you golf, golf out there? Yeah. Like, ah, what am I doing? Maybe I think I'm going to go to Top Golf. Yeah, a little Top Golf, maybe. Mexican food, you know. Maybe a little Tex Mex. There's usually a fight on every weekend there, you know. I think we're trying to get a workout in as well. Get a workout. Yeah, they got a CrossFit gym right there. We might go ahead and get a little workout in. Don't y'all work out enough? No, you can never work out enough, man. You got to stay fit, man. We got young guys on team. It's the end of the year, man. Gotta make gains. You know, I got to get in shape so when Christmas and Thanksgiving come up, I don't feel so bad. One thing we didn't do this year, usually we kind of back it down a little bit. <laughs> as we get into the rounds of the playoffs and we haven't this year we're mm. like we're gonna run it to the very end and mm. so that's just been our motto we're gonna grind until it's over well y'all keep grinding i'm gonna look I like it. I'm, I'm gonna be looking for you Thank out you. there in um, ism okay good luck to you guys i appreciate y'all taking time out of your schedules to come Anytime. on this show man and uh, look out for bubba look out for the nine look out for the <laughs> four you know hopefully, hopefully we'll be find it. far in front of everybody <laughs> yeah shane and mike you know, they might let Bubba golf with him. They might not, you know. But we appreciate y'all coming on. MRN Crew Call, that's a wrap from us. We'll see you next week or next time we're here.